This is a mom who's now done a lot of reading, okay? So whatever show disclaimers we need, not a doctor. Um, but I did actually just go ahead and pull the, the official definition for us. So dyslexia is a learning disorder that involves difficulty reading due to problems identifying speech sounds and learning how they create or relate uh, to letters and words or decoding. And the important thing to remember with dyslexia is that it has nothing to do with intelligence. Okay, so you can have it. Einstein was dyslexic. Um, I actually wrote some of the big names down. Steven Spielberg, Da Vinci, Walt Disney. Welcome. I'm Dawn Mathis, and this is To Your Greatness. Every day you give so much of yourself to those you love. Through this podcast, I'll guide you on a journey to reawaken the greatness that lies within you. In each episode, you'll hear incredible stories of transformation from me and my guests that will inspire you to design and manifest a life that is in harmony with your soul's purpose. You are meant to live the life you'd love. Let me show you how. Welcome, everybody. This is Dawn Mathis, and this is To Your Greatness with Dawn Mathis. I am so glad you joined us today. Um, I have a very, very special dear friend and uh, business colleague that I'm going to um, introduce to you in in just a moment. Uh, first, I just want to tell you that our normal format is very much question and answer, or we try to do it that way. Um, this is going to be a little bit more free flowing, um, still conversational, but, but free flowing. I, um, had one direction in mind that this would go. And I asked, um, my guest to speak from her heart and, um, I'm just going to allow her to talk to you from her heart and uh, we'll just see where this takes us. So thank you for joining us. And my guest today is uh, a friend of mine. I think we've been friends at least 15 years, if not longer. I don't know. Time flies. We don't age, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Kelly Wallace. And um, Kelly is a wife, mom, and a business owner. She's the founder and principal of a company called Codeworthy LLC a boutique website design and development company. In fact, she does my websites. So when she's not beautifully crafting web experiences, she enjoys getting lost in a day with her family and being a kid with her kids again, or engaging in the community through service. So Kelly Wallace, welcome. Thank you. Don, so I've been to listening you. to your podcast for so long, it feels kind of crazy to be on it. <laughs> I know, but you know, I, I, I so wanted to have you on um, all this time and we just got busy with other things and, um, and uh, we were engaged in a, in a program together. Um, and so I just, I really would love for you to talk about what's on your heart today about all of that. Excellent. Well, I'm thrilled to be here. And um, this all came about, uh, we were, I was in Dream Builder 2.0. So I'd taken, you know, the first Dream Builder with you and it was you, me and Andrea, and it was an amazing experience. 
And, Let me stop um, you right there. I don't oh, think sure. anybody knows. Maybe a lot of these people don't know. I don't, I'm not going to assume they know what, what my programs are. So, um, Dream Builder yes. is the foundation program of my coaching business at this time. And, um, just wanted to, to throw that out. Um, for those of you who are just saying, what the hell is Dream Builder? Just so you know. <laughs> That's and we'll give you a show notes at the end so you know where the hell to go to find <laughs> out more. So, okay, sorry, Kelly, for interrupting, but go ahead. Oh, it's great. Well, and it was such a fantastic experience the first time that immediately both Andrea and I were like, we're in. Uh, you really are going to have to kick us out because we're also in for the third one. But anyway, <laughs> um, on the second journey through it, a very interesting thing happened that um, – uh, it was just so poignant that we were together in Dream Builder at that time. And through your evocative coaching, that's something that um, was new to me. I had never been in a coaching program before, um, but you really, I just cannot emphasize enough how much you helped guide me through that process and tune into my intuition um, and make some really critical decisions that I'm happy to say have worked out really well. So, hmm. There's Please that. elaborate. <laughs> yes, the 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 platform, the stage is yours. Elaborate to the degree that you want okay. to, as um, as as you wish. Okay, I trust you. So so last fall, um, our little Olivia was heading into second grade, and we were very excited. We were nervous, like many parents, because before that we were kind of volume between remote learning and, um, and in-person, and this was going to be an in-person start to the school year, but exciting nonetheless. Um, and then within the first few weeks, we just got some very surprising information data back. So, uh, you know me, I'm in tech. I like data. It's not always a whole story, but it's helpful. Right. Mm -hmm. And when we got her maps reading test scores back, it was very apparent that we had a five alarm fire. Um, our vibrant girl who was an emerging reader had it wasn't confusing. She had hit a wall and we didn't know why. So Olivia was a great sport in the following weeks as she went through rounds of assessments and testing. And then a few weeks after that, we did get some clarity which I'm thankful for. And that is that she is dyslexic um, on the moderate to mm. severe scale. Um, sprinkled in with a dash of uh, ADHD, but that part I'm not so much worried about. I love her energy, honestly. And it's it, she livens up <laughs> our house and we're working with her on channeling that. But the dyslexia component um, as a parent, you know, with most things between a boo-boo bear and Disney band-aids and positive encouragement, I can fix anything, right? You often feel like Wonder Woman. Um, and in this case, I knew that I was out of my depth, out of out of my own leap. So um, we, we were going to need to have some intervention and get some help. Um, so that's how, when, when we were starting that Dream Builder session, that was kind of the jarring information we had, had received and, and the journey that we were now beginning on at that point. Well, yeah. And do you want me to add in for dyslexia? I, I yeah, I was just going to say, would you would you mind just um, giving us um, a little bit of information about dyslexia? Absolutely, from the way absolutely. So yeah. this is now a mom who's now done a lot of reading. Okay, so 
whatever show disclaimers we need, not a doctor. Um, but I did actually just go ahead and pull the, the official definition for us. So dyslexia is a learning disorder that involves difficulty reading due to problems identifying speech sounds and learning how they create or relate uh, to letters and words or decoding. And the important thing to remember with dyslexia is that it has nothing to do with intelligence. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you can have it. Einstein was dyslexic. Um, I actually wrote some of the big names down, Steven Spielberg, Da Vinci, Walt Disney. So there's a good company I actually have now at our book lane or at our house laying around. It's a picture book. So this wasn't meant to be ironic that I have a book on dyslexics, famous ones and what they do, but we just leave that laying around the house now. But um, long story short, the, the left side of the brain, that's where the efficient neural pathways are for reading. They develop when a kiddo's in kinder through through second grade. And for kiddos with dyslexia, those neuropathways, when they've done brain scans, they don't light up like they do for other kids. So that's long wow. and short of it, um, is that yeah. she, she needs intervention in order to activate those efficient neuropathways. Okay, wow. so that's what was on the table. And we happened to be doing, I think we were in the blueprinting phase, phase one of dream building. And um, I said to you before this podcast, I don't want to give any spoilers away because I highly <laughs> recommend dream builder to everyone listening to this podcast. Um, but oh, I am going to give a few, is it okay if I give a few, it's like a movie trailer. Oh, You go right ahead. Okay. Um, so one of the tenants that you were teaching us about was notice what you're noticing. So what I noticed was we got all these reports back and the information was overwhelming. I, I will fully admit I had some sleepless nights, um, many sleepless nights. We were meeting with, you know, third party or, you know, private um, tutoring centers and nothing was really jiving with me as to what was the clear right next thing to do. And, and the amount of intervention to do, because she was going to school full time. So the idea of pulling her out five days a week after that to do further intervention. So we're mulling that all over. And I will never forget, never. It was a crisp, clear fall day in Colorado. I was standing alone on the playground watching Olivia play. And Dr. Sarissa Stevenson, her second grade teacher, approached me. And immediately I was grateful that that she um, came over, I had noticed that whenever I talked to Sarissa, I felt calm, steady, and a sense of confidence that there's a path forward for Olivia. So that I already knew um, I felt about her. And then she said a very curious thing. She said, Kelly, deep breath, I have something to run by you, an idea. If you and John by the materials for the intervention, which we are going to anyway. I mean, that's, that was a, that was going to happen. If you donate those to the school, I will pro bono volunteer to tutor Olivia after school and work in other kids who are on the spectrum that could benefit from this intervention. And that, that would be, we would set forward. We, we would proceed. And immediately, Dawn, 
Uh, and I thought of you. In fact, and you can ask my mom because I called her on the walking back. I mean, all of a sudden, because Sarissa probably saw me. I was standing. I probably hadn't slept the night before, just kind of looking befuddled on the playground. Here she comes over and I immediately, my energy level spiked. I noticed what mm. I was noticing when I was looking at these. And these were well-intentioned third-party or the, you know, the private party options. They're very well-intentioned sure. people. So I'm not, you know saying anything negative. But what I noticed was when I was around Sarissa, and then she had already met with our leadership team, our principal Wayne Thorns, and then assistant principal Laura Sutton, who are amazing human beings. All these, I cannot tell you, they're my heroes. So they had already met to to green light this if, if we were up for it. Um, and what I noticed was instead of feeling confused or constriction, I felt expansion, I was excited. And in fact, I had FOMO, the fear of missing out on what they were, because clearly they are going to do this great work. And I was like, well, I want to be a part of right. this, a small part, but I want to, I want in. And so that's really, I, thank you. And, and the fact that that was at the same time that we were going through that in, in the coursework. Yeah. The, it's, it's a big one. Um, we, sometimes go through life um, just on autopilot mm -hmm. and, and we don't pay attention. We don't pay attention to how we're feeling. We don't pay attention to when we're in constriction, which is the universe or the divine or however you define the divine. It's a signal. It's a soft signal that something's not right when you're in constriction. And you said the word yourself, yeah. constriction is one of the words we use when you're in expansion or in a high vibration, it, it, pay attention. Absolutely. And when you do notice what you, you're noticing, and it, it's easier to be discerning about which way to go. And you can hear Absolutely. that still small voice, which you helped Absolutely. us fine tune. Um, and mm. then the other part that just made this a no brainer, um, we're big fans of the Mandalorian at our house. I don't know if we're Star Wars junkies. I fully admit. Um, and uh, in The Mandalorian, they say, this is the way. And it was one of those mm. moments of clarity. It was like, oh, I'm going to sleep well tonight because this is the way. And then it coupled Dawn with the other thing when, when you helped us refine our vision. Again, this is like a movie trailer. I'm not trying to give away all the amazing things from your program. Um, but... It, when you, when we were refining our vision, which I have right up on my desk over here on the side, you can't see it. Um, you, you had us test the dream. And one of those components was, is there good in it for others? And Sarissa and Wayne and Laura, what they designed, this solution, which, which resonated with me, it reminded me of Edison and being in the land of solution which you took us on that journey in Dream Builder, mm. um, studying these great thought leaders. And it they have had good in it for others. So it wasn't just that we were going to, you know, just start writing checks for Olivia for private tutoring and it was going to be a one-off. Um, this was going to be a collaboration and a connection and there was good for the school community at large. So that that part, again, oh, I could exhale that circuit. I could breathe. There was circulation again, um, and and I was excited as we took that next step. That's wonderful, and and so they've been able not just to help Olivia 
um, it sounds like you, you and Olivia, you, you and, and your husband and Olivia were what spearheaded this from the perspective of students receiving this kind of, of work of this kind of expertise. And now there's other people involved. Other students are involved now. Yes. So, but actually spearheaded that actually goes, um, I think what happened, it was just this beautiful confluence of events. So Sarissa and Laura and Wayne had a vision, Laura and Sarissa, boy, they might listen to this too. Sorry, ladies, I'm talking about you, but I, I love you guys. Um, <laughs> they had a vision for incorporating some of these interventions into the public school system. And, and well, I guess I could just share right now why. Um, if you go up and you look how many people, how many people have dyslexia, you'll find various numbers, some as low as 5%. Yale found in one of their studies, about 20% of our population has impacted. 20%, wow. one in five. So, so they had a vision and I feel like we, we just got the gift of being a part, the opportunity to, to come into that space. And, and I truly mean it. I'm not trying to make you feel weird, but because you taught me how to notice what I was noticing, I could get the gift. I could see it. Whereas yeah. it would have been yeah. very easy if it was, if I went by default and not by design, which you, you teach us about. Mm -hmm. It would have been very easy the day we got that assessment back to just boom, write a check, private tutoring. There was even one thing with, with the kind of severity that she was experiencing, and I can put was in past tense now. Um, there was talk of it might have been good even to take her out of schooling for a while. Oh. Which imagine the social impact of that, like all that, yeah. all the other things that she would lose. So um but we could have made a, a real fast decision based off of just default mode, you know, like, well, let's just do this, write a check and be done with it. Instead, we got to commune, we'd be a part of this experience um, that, that they had really, so spearhead, that hat goes to them. We just, boy, thank the lucky stars in the universe that we got to be a, a, a part of it at right time, right place. Um, can I share yeah. you, share with you, um, there's so many th good things to report. Oh, of course. <laughs> so many good things to report. Because I'm still like, you know, I love philosophy and all those things, but I'm a geek and I like data. And I, but I also love stories. So Olivia's maps reading scores by the spring increased by 30 percentage points. I oh cannot, you could go have a Google, you can go talk to educators. That is miraculous. I mean, the, the intervention, and that was only after probably two and a half, by the time you factor in spring break, Christmas break or holiday break, whatever, all those things, it, it was, it, it was probably two and a half months of intervention, three, three months, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, so that, that was interesting. And we just knew then that the multi-sensory structured intervention that, that Sarissa was doing was working. More importantly, her confidence was up. So I, I want to be delicate in how I say this because Olivia, it, when you, you've met her, she is a high energy, vibrant, amazing soul. I, I just, I love her. And we have a son too, by the way, who I have to credit him. He is a big fan of his sister. He's four years older and has been huge in helping her 
keep her confidence high, maintain a growth mindset. It's not, I can't do this. It's, I can't do it yet. We always add the yet. So anyway, her confidence was restored. She had in the fall started using the S word, stupid, and describing herself. Oh. oh and as no. a parent, it's the worst. I mean, I... I'm not trying to blow it out of perspective. I realize we're not talking about food um, inaccessibility or anything like that, but we could see that dyslexia itself is treatable, right? It's treatable. It's actionable. It's the comorbidities of low self-esteem that develop that are the real killers. That's what you have to watch out for. So the fact that by the spring, Mm -hmm. she's running down to the class. She loves her teacher, all the leadership team. Um, she's excited about school and learning. And that is above all the data scores. That's what I care about most is that she loves learning. Um, now this is like the Bill Mays, the OxyClean guy, but wait, there's more. So (laughs) one day Olivia comes home and she goes, mommy, mommy. She goes, I taught teachers today. I was like, really? I was like, how'd you teach the teachers? (laughs) And what did you say? (laughs) Um, Well, it turns out (laughs) that Sarissa was not only taking the time with Olivia and and then pulling in other kiddos that would benefit as well. Other teachers were taking their time after school hours. Mind you, this is after two years of a pandemic to come in and observe the methodology and learn so that they could in turn use it in their classrooms. So here's a story. And I, I just, this is from Leslie Hawks. She's there. Actually another parent at the school has a book in which Leslie Hawks is featured. She's, I don't know if you're just having a tough day, go down to Shepherdson because you'll just meet a lot of amazing people. Okay. So um, Leslie Mm. at the book fair, and March pulled me aside and she goes, hey, Cal, she goes, I have to tell you a story. And she she said that she had a young kiddo in her class who was not reading in the fall at all, not reading. And this kiddo, of course, I don't know their names, who they are, but um, this kiddo was a part of the program that Sarissa Laura Wayne had, had init- started, initiated. And that spring, he sat down and he read a book to Mrs. Hawks, Leslie Hawks. And at the end of that, he pointed to the cover and there was a number 25 on it. And he goes, Mrs. Hawks, he goes, what does that mean? And she said, you know, you just read a book with 25 words in it. And he started to cry. Mm. Because he was happy and he was proud of himself. And those are the stories. I mean, data aside, here's a kiddo whose world was this big when he came in in that second grade year and it's opening up, he has access to, to books, to reading, to, to communicating with other people. So I just, that I told Leslie, I said the rest of the book fair week, cause we exchanged a few other stories. And I was like, I'm going to have to wear waterproof mascara when I come here. Like, <laughs> cause I just <laughs> kept getting emotional. Um, but wait, there's more. And this part, Don, you remember this because it was one of our, I think it was our last Dream Builder session. I think we did have wine at that one. It was quite fun. It was our, the last one. Oh, it was our celebratory wine, 
wine, women, yes. and wisdom yes. celebration. So we were, it was yeah. supposed to be a little lighthearted. We're wrapping up, but this really profound thing happened. So right at the end of the school year, I was starting to experience some feelings of constriction again of, oh my gosh, Sarissa isn't going to be Olivia's teacher next year. Um, third grade, mm. up until second grade, kids are learning to read. So that it's that co-opting of the left brain to understand text. After, well, starting in third grade and thereafter, they're reading to learn. So kiddos that aren't, that don't receive intervention prior to third grade can just get left in the dust because they, they now, while they've got the intellect to learn all the science, the math, the English history, um, if, if they can't read what's being given to them, they're left out. So I started to feel some constriction. And then the list of teachers came out for next year and Sarissa wasn't on the list of our shepherds and teachers, of the grade level teachers, K through five. And I was like, okay, be patient, be patient. Well, it turns out, you know, and I didn't like send an email like right around, what's happening, what's happening? So at the PTO meeting that next Monday, Wayne's like, I have some really exciting news to share. The data scores were so strong in growth at Shepherdson last year, in particular for reading and for math, that they funded uh, a central role for the school dedicated for reading and math intervention. And guess who interviewed and took that role? Sarissa Steve, Dr. <laughs> Sarissa Stevenson. Sarissa. And so she now <laughs> won't be locked into second grade she will be serving all of the K through five kiddos. And for the most vulnerable of those readers, which could be upwards of, you know, potentially 20%, you can go and Google. There are other, you know, some say 5%. I, I just went with that Yale study. I'd seen that one in five several times. Um, but she's going to be doing that most important work. And it, um, it it's just been amazing to see. And one of the quotes that you shared with us, Einstein, the question of, is the universe friendly? And you, you mm. said mm-hmm. one, you were sharing through Einstein's quote, one of the most important questions that we can ask ourselves is, do we think the universe is friendly? And I have to say this whole journey and experience, learning to tap in the intuition, being surrounded by greatness, really. Um, I, you could look at the news of the day. There's plenty of it. And look to Einstein's question and be like, nope, (laughs) nope. Uh, But I can say confidently, yes, yes, it is. It is the, the, the universe is a friendly space and it's a good space. And we can use tools that you give us, Don, to connect into that higher, would you call it the higher vibration? I, I would, I definitely Definitely a higher vibration. And, and just so those of you who are listening, just so you know, and maybe you know this um, intuitively and maybe you haven't thought about it, but good universe, friendly universe stories don't no. sell. So guess what? <laughs> That's why many of us, if we just surround ourselves and and become just sponges for for the circumstances events and situations around us it seems that the universe is unfriendly it's not 
It's just what you focus on expands in your world. And um, Kelly, what you've done a, a wonderful job of is focusing on what's possible and what you would yes. love and becoming very clear. And when you are clear, circumstances, people, events, and resources will rise up from the universe in aid of your heart's desires. How do you say that? See, this That's is it. why I keep showing up to Dream Builder. Exactly. And this is proof <laughs> positive of that. <laughs> I, you know, it's just, I believe it. Sometimes, you know, and I'm not perfect. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's nuns out there that cuss <laughs> and priests that do too. So I, I, you know, I'm, I'm human. Um, there's times when I have doubt or when I allow, especially this past week and a half, uh, let things just go. What the hell <laughs> are people happening? thinking? Just, Do you watch Stranger? Have you ever seen happening? Stranger Things? There's the upside down. Okay. I know. Yeah. So you can tell I'm a sci-fi. No. Sorry. Junkie. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a Hallmark channel. <laughs> I love that about you, Don. I love that about you. Could, is there um, time to share but, one more takeaway that I had? I, I yes, I I think so. I mean, people can turn off their their devices if they want to, but don't you guys don't want to miss what <laughs> Kelly's saying? That. She. <laughs> I don't know what she's going to say, but, but, um, she's amazing. And, um, I just, um, it's wonderful to, to have someone like her, um, coming to, to our weekly meetings. It's, it is wonderful. So I'm going to say, yes, okay. we have I'll time. Quick. Um, the last, <laughs> okay. Again, I, it, this is a movie trailer, so I'm not trying to give away. Oh, we couldn't, right? It's a 12 week program. It's a it is a no. total journey in and of itself. But the other thing that was so profound for me when we um, paradigms what what week was that for us, Don? Was that it's it's oh. it's we're past blueprinting. Um, it's yeah, but early it's, like, on. it's kind of in that middle, and it's paradigms, yeah. and it's, it's the, the stories that we part. tell about yeah. ourselves. So. One of the yes. things that's come up and it's still on my mind because as we do this reading of people have asked, well, what do you tell Olivia? Right? Like my door is shut right now. I I've done a lot of studying on dyslexia and um, professionals have asked me like, so are you, cause there's concern about labels and boxing people in to a narrative mm -hmm. And it's interesting. I still have a perfect answer. There's never a perfect answer, right? There's always a gray and in between a, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But I actually, in going through Dream Builder, now two times going into my third this fall for the fall session, I've, I've grown increasingly confident in drawing on my own experience. So here's an interesting factoid. Olivia's dyslexia comes through me. So it was a very mm. illuminating fall full of discovery, self-discovery for me as well. So when we were going through all the testing and assessments, I called my mom and said, hey, mom, I said, uh, here's what we're doing. And my mom is a 44-year veteran teacher, Nobel Klaus award winner. I mean, she's an 
incredible educator. And she goes, oh, sweetheart. She goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes, when you were in second grade, Mary Sudbury called and said, hey, Pat, that's my mom's name. Kelly's not learning through phonics. I had Mrs. Keener. She was amazing. Um, she's not learning through phonics. We're going to have to do whole language. They didn't even use the word dyslexia. They In the 80s, they didn't know what they know now, right? So whatever they did worked. I still don't even know what whole language means, but it worked. And I would imagine that, I guess, that I was on the moderate or mild case. However, my academic journey, I was relentless in my studies. In part because it's in my nature, I am a grinder. I do love learning. Also, because it took me so long to digest the materials, all the books. Oh, we, we, didn't have, we weren't using computers or iPads at that time. It was all the books. And in the back of my mind, I always knew that. And I, if I'm going to be really honest, I thought something was wrong. I couldn't pin it. And so on the outside, sure, I got A's, I, I was summa cum laude, I, but I would, there was always a but, right? I, my family was one, so supportive and, and would celebrate that, but I always couched it with a but, I studied a lot. Sure, that's fine. But at the time, that was, there was a little niggling of resentment in that. And in, in the back of my mind, if I'm just being really honest right now, it's because I thought to myself, well, hell, if you study that much, you better get an A. It was inevitable, right? It didn't really, it, it, mm. I resented that it took me longer. Um, and I was aware, right? It, in the back of my mind, even though I had already forgotten, it was in my subconscious that, that I had no idea until I talked to my mom on the phone last fall that they had done intervention in second grade. No clue. Well, since going on this journey and finding all this stuff out, that narrative is out the window. And that resentment, n n small, I'm, you know me, I'm, I'm a positive person, but that, that bit that was there, and that can be corrosive over time, is completely placed, replaced with gratitude. And now I realize there's a, a more honest and truthful story. And that is one of good fortune and good luck. So here's the story now when somebody asks me about my academic journey or how was school or whatever. Be like, you know what? I'm so lucky. When I was a freshman in college, I randomly signed up for a computer science class, CompSci 101. Dr. Gloria Townsend, and she was glorious. She is glorious. And Dr. Burke, he's awesome. They opened up a whole new world for me. A world of code programming, a very simple language that I could use to build big, beautiful, complex things. And this was a language whose underpinning, or many languages, was, it was just ones and zeros. So all those cumbersome words, the heavy texts, those were pushed away. I was no longer burdened. And it was effortless. I mean, it was magical for me as I sat down to build and create, which is my life's passion. That's what I love to do. And so now when I look at my journey, it's like, oh, so it took me longer to read. Who cares? I was lucky enough to be able to match up the way my brain works. Well, it's a lot of uh, dyslexics, which I now, so now I can share that with you. It's not just Olivia, it came through me. Um, we think in 3D imagery. 
I just thought everybody did. So I didn't know that was abnormal, but I think in pictures. And so when it came to computer science, you're doing relational databases and modeling. All that was just infinite series. I could see it. This was easy. And so what a gift, um, I would almost say like happenstance gave me a chance to play to my strengths. And so now I just focus on celebrating that. And so fast forward with Olivia, when it comes to labels, do we tell her? How much do we tell her? I want her to be informed and empowered and learn to play to her strengths too. And to celebrate, not be jealous of or envious of other people's strengths. We need them to be the, the philosophers of the world, the people that go down and write long novels and love to read long texts and, and digest all that. We need them, right? We need people that engineers Absolutely. who it's just all, they just shoot through it and it's easy and their left brain, you know, it's just on fire with the reading. That's great. But I want Olivia to be informed enough so that she knows there's nothing wrong with her. She has gifts and Sure, some of the wiring in, in her left brain makes it tricky to navigate this early part of her experience in life, um, but there are tools to get around it and get through it and that she too can find her 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 way. And, and um, oh, I know Dominic is going to say the upward spiral. And now Absolutely. I'm going to stop there because you can describe that articulately. <laughs> Well, it just refers to um, the the universe is is a spiral. The, we live in a spiral universe. It's like our DNA is a, is a spiral. For those of you who remember your science, um, and 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 what that journey is about is we're always ever becoming an ever higher version of ourselves if we choose to. It's a choice. We we get to, we get to, like you were saying, we get to live by design or by default. And if you live by design, you're on the and upward Dawn, spiral. Uh, with your evocative coaching, you have us rewrite our stories. Again, movie trailer, not trying to give everything away. Can I write, just redo my... Rewrite your limiting stories yes. into an empowering one. You rewrite so the script. Can I Absolutely. share with you my, Please. my, what I rewrote? Okay. I would then love you're to hear kick it. Me off. Yeah, I'm sure Just we would all love you're to. You're going to have to kick me out of dream though. <laughs> okay. okay. So my story now goes like this. I did well in school. I worked hard and that was a meaningful part of my journey. I love learning and I'm so grateful for the gifts and choices education has given me. I'm grateful for the people that guided me along the way and the happenstance that gave me the chance to find my fullest expression of myself. No more buts. Beautiful. <laughs> Yep. So yeah. get your butt out of the way or your butts out of the way. And, and one of, one of my favorite quotes um, or one of the, the things that we talk about in dream builder is this, and I want you all to take this with you. And, and I know Kelly that, you know, this quote is that I'm just one thought away from transforming a situation into a positive or a negative. I'm one thought away. And then the other thing I would say about that is, what would you love and be clear and rely on unseen forces 
those people, situations, places, resources, ideas that come because you're clear and because you've chosen to take the thought to transform your situation or your circumstance into something beautiful, which Kelly has eloquently shared with us today. And what a, what a great story. What a great story. And one day I hope to meet all the heroes that were on that journey with you. Um, I hope I get to meet them all. Yeah. yeah. And, and so that's the part of the people that came into your life because of the way you chose to think about yeah. your heart's desire. One Absolutely. thought away. One thought. Mm-hmm. Kelly, thank you so much. I, uh, I, I just I'm wanted good. to say, are you complete? <laughs> have you, have, You're like, okay. I'm going to bless and release this. Okay. <laughs> I just want to make sure. I, I, I was just but waiting for, but more. wait, there's more. <laughs> oh, Wow. Yes. I want to meet these people. Um, so how, how can, how can the listeners find out more? Can we have your, uh, personal email? Um, and then, um, you have sent us some books that you, uh, used as resources. Um, one of them you showed us the bigger picture book of amazing dyslexia, dyslexics and the jobs they do. Dun, dun, dun. Just curious, <gasps> is Temple Grandin in there? I have to have a Google. I don't know if she is, Fact but anyway. Okay, well, we have a list. We have we have five books that that uh, Kelly suggested were great resources. So if if you have um, a son or a daughter or a granddaughter, grandson, um, niece, nephew. We're hoping that these resources will be helpful to you. And um, and like Kelly said, um, she's not a doctor. This was from a mom's perspective. And so I just want to remind you to also, if if you're very curious and you want medical advice, to always reach out to the appropriate medical Absolutely. Uh, personnel about that. Kelly, it's so wonderful to see your face as always and to hear your voice. And yes, we will have um, an awesome dream builder. And if there's anybody out there who wants to join us, um, you are, you are most welcome. I wanted to tell everyone listening today that um, this is my 52nd episode of uh, To Your Greatness with Dawn Mathis. And I'm going to take a bit of a break over the summer, uh, a little hiatus, um, and just kind of do a little bit of, um, well, I'm still working, but um, taking care of my folks. Um, but I'm also um, going on a, on a uh, family vacation um, out of the country to Croatia um, to do some island hopping and just be on the water. I absolutely love water. So, um, I just wanted you all to know that. And, and you know what? If it doesn't sit well with you, my website is www.insitulifeworks.com. In situ, I-N-S-I-T-U. And, um, and uh, contact me there and tell me, well, if you 
want to hear more or if you want to uh, try coaching or learn more about the programs, you can certainly reach out to me. There is also um, a vision workshop that I that I do uh, a couple times a month. Um, it's live and um, that's a great place to start. Um, before you that's what I did, start your dream builder journey. Should yeah, you wish that's to how I started. Based. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. With the, the vision workshop. So lots of different things you can go on there and find out more about me. Uh, there's some free resources there for you. And so that's my shameless plug um, because we are uh, taking a break. And I wanted to also take, take this time to thank, uh, story on podcast, um, Christelle and Maggie, AJ, Seth, you guys rock. And, uh, I so appreciate everything that you've done, uh, for me and with me and, um, my peeps out there listening in, um, in podcast land. So Kelly, again, thank you. I look forward to seeing you. Um, yes for the third time I'll the, be there in the fall. Yay. So thanks everybody. Yeah. Thanks everybody for listening and have a great summer and take care of yourselves, take care of each other and we'll see you sometime. Take care. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me on to your greatness. If you're inspired by what you heard, and are ready to take a deeper dive into your own life's purpose, I'd love to offer you a complimentary life reflection session. In this session, I'll help you get clearer about what's been holding you back and how you can rediscover the greatness that lies within you. If this is something you would love, I invite you to head to my website, toyourgreatness.net, where you can take the first step in this journey. Spots are limited, so claim yours today. You are so much more than what you do for others. I believe there is a dream inside you just waiting to be fulfilled. If you agree, I invite you to take that first step and visit www.toyourgreatness.net right now. I can't wait to meet with you. My name is Dawn Mathis, and this is To Your Greatness. Remember, your greatness lies within you. See you next time. And if you enjoyed today's episode, I invite you to subscribe and keep listening. Remember to like, share, and review this podcast to help other listeners like you find their way to this heart-centered community. Thank you so much.